Mark Sahaba, the voice of Ahl Sunnah Wal Jama'ah. محبت کا زینہ باہاروں کی آمد صبا کا ترنم باہاروں کی آمد صبا کا ترنم السلام علیکم ورحمۃ اللہ وبرکاتہ اہلا وسہلا ومرحبا بکم اٹس ا بیوٹیفل ماشاءاللہ ونزے مارننگ on our program the bliss of marriage yes uh, my engineer is uh, the man in white uh, haji suleiman esop i don't know for he's a bit happy this morning what's what's the reason i see you hazrat molana zahid all of you guys mashallah full in white <laughs> normally we say the man in black we have to say the man in white mashallah uh, molana zahid Uh, I'm going to miss him. I'm going to miss him. You won't see me next week here. I see Haji Suleiman. I saw won't see me next week here. He says, Malana, we're waiting for you to go and leave. Please disappear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But nevertheless, I want to welcome the listeners of uh, Sirius FM, Haji Faisal Asmal and Hafiz Yusuf Asmal and company. Uh, they also must be enjoying their holiday. Uh, Hafiz uh, uh, Haji Faisal. a uh, good man indeed good man good man mashallah i never heard from him such a very very long time uh, i never heard from hafiz uh, hafiz up uh, yes we never heard from him as well but uh, i assume they both well and they doing good inshallah amin 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 ya rabbal alamin uh, uh, yes we welcome the listeners of uh, marka sahaba the voice of ahlu sunnah wal jamaa uh, I, i see everyone is every, Everybody is in a holiday, Haji Suleiman Esop. Yes. And they're all listening to Marika Sahaba, uh, the voice of Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah. 26th of uh, Jumad al-Ula, 1444. 26th of uh, Jumad al-Ula, 1444, which is also the 21st of uh, December, 2022. Arafat bin Ibrahim Hatia is the name. And my beloved engineer will be with me from now till 12-ish. That is Haji Suleiman Esop. He will be with me from now till 12 o'clock, inshallah. Remember, our WhatsApp number is 084-786-3132. 084-786-3132. International Overseas Listeners, plus 2784-786-3132. Let's welcome our beloved Fadilatul Ustad. Ustad, welcome to the Bliss of Marriage. Uh, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, Ustad. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Barakallahu feekum wa arafat. Jazakallahu khairan. I'm not understanding the question, Ustad. It says, can I put my assets on my wife's name and distribute it Islamically in my will as it's mine? Anonymous bravo, Ustad. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim my brother wants you Bismillahirrahmanirrahim nahmaduhu wa nusalli ala rasulihi alkarim amma ba'd all praise is due to almighty Allah the sustainer nourisher and cherisher of the universe peace blessings and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader Nabi Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam when a muslim person passes away the first thing that will happen is burial funeral expenses thereafter the debts of the deceased whether it's corporate personal debts all that must be paid from the estate if somebody wants to pay for it from the family or friends whether it's the burial expenses or debts all that is permissible Number three is wasiyah, to bequeath for non-heirs. You can even bequeath for a non-Muslim, your neighbor or whoever, and maximum one-third of the net estate. And fourth will be the shares of the heirs. Now you are saying that you want to take your wealth and give it to your wife. 
and then you want to distribute it. So that's finished. Once you gave it to your wife, she's the owner. You can't be dictating from the grave. You dead and gone. You history. We have to carry on with the geography. So my brother, what you are suggesting is totally wrong. And remember, for you to deprive your other heirs also is haram. Almighty Allah, Jalla Allah, speaks of all this in the Noble Quran, Surah 4, Chapter 4, Verse number 12, you're not allowed as a testator to cause harm to your ears. Habibuna Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam's authentic hadith in Muatta Malik, Imam Malik mentions that Habibuna Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, La dwarara wa la dirar. You're not allowed to cause harm to yourself. You're not allowed to cause harm to others. So if you're going to take all your assets and transfer it to your wife's name, so what will happen to your sons, your daughters who must inherit is compulsory, they must inherit. What will happen to your parents if you predecease them, you pass away before them? So all this whole suggestion of yours is haram and not permissible, and no one can dictate from the grave. So what is the the, the, the ultimate ideal relationship of children with their mothers, especially daughters who start anonymous? Remember, regarding the previous question, the best thing will be for you, brother, and I always advise my own family members and friends and so forth. If your estate is very big, you got 50, 100, 500 million, 1 billion, 2 billion, you know people today, some are very, very wealthy, mashallah. So that's good for the Muslims. The point here is this, then rather start distributing your assets during your lifetime. So what do we mean by this? So now you want to secure your wife, so take one, two houses, put on her name, so take some income for her, so remember that uh, your shops or property and put on her name so she has a good income for every month and so forth. Then your children, when you distribute during your lifetime and you are giving it in your lifetime, so you must give your son and daughter equally hadith in Sahih Muslim fear almighty Allah exercise justice amongst your children whilst you are alive so you must transfer it to them your sons and daughters equally and it must be now on their name and you cannot then you cannot attach any conditions to it you can't say no the property is yours for your son and daughter but the income will come to you the father or mother all that is harab you can't do that so you must give them unfettered ownership and unconditional ownership so that is what Islam is speaking about similarly your parents and so forth so that is what you should try and do so when you pass away your estate will have shrunk already to what currently it is to half of it a quarter or one third of it so even the estate duty and all that will be much less or you won't have to pay so that will be the best way of doing it if your estate is very a big brother. Mm. What should be the relationship of mother vis-a-vis to daughter and daughter vis-a-vis to her mother? So you must remember we as Muslims must remember our parents are special. You must remember just today, I sent it to my wife also. A Palestinian was released, you know, by these Haramis, these illegitimate, and they must remember children of Hitler. So you must remember in the Nazi regime of Israel. So when he came, he met his sisters, he met his family. Now this is see how he took this. Habibuna Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Al-Jannatu tahta aqdamil ummahat. If you open Mishkat, you will find, Inna al-Jannata inda rijliha. So you will find words like that. We believe that Jannah and Paradise lies at the feet of the mother. Now he comes out of jail after several years in prison. You know, this is the favorite pastime of the Israelis, the rogue, the terrorist regime. So they will just go and catch anybody and put them in jail. And today, the biggest, the larger, the first time the most far-right government in the history of Israel will be officially taking power and what have you. So anyway, so when he came to his mother, he laid down flat 
and he kissed his mother's feet. You must remember that, and the mother was so elated, she's kissing his forehead, he's kissing the feet of his mother, and so forth and so on. So you must understand, if you want to go far in life, you must take the du'as of your parents. Now today, because you know how to send emails to your females, you know how to play with the computer and internet and gadgets, how many a son, how many a daughter are getting married, but their parents are not happy about it. Rather, they are totally upset and very, very upset. So how you expect to go far in life when that is the case? So you bet you daughter everything your parents tell you you must listen to them yes if they tell you to do something that tramples upon the sharia so that is totally (coughs) incorrect for you the mother you also must be very careful you see input output so when you now many of us you must understand south africa and south african context when you look at people now the parents are 50 60 70 years old they had certain aspirations and hopes and so forth. Then mother wanted to become an air hostess. Then mother wanted to become, you must remember, one senior. You must remember, champion, you know, in politics or whatever you. But because of apartheid or whatever, they couldn't do it. So certain things that the mother couldn't do, so now she wants her daughter to do. So she will tell her daughter, you must become a, you know, air hostess. You must become a steward in the airlines. You must become a pilot. You must do this. So these type of things you must remember that you must never listen to your mother. She is giving you such advice that is haram, is toxic, is poisonous, and so forth. And Habibuna Mustafa وسلم, gave us the golden maxim and the golden rule. La fi That it is no obedience to any creation, whether it is your parent, father, mother, your teacher, your elder, whoever, when it leads to a sin against the Creator. The hadith in Mishkat Sharif and Ibn Majah and the Sahih authentic hadith. Now imagine you become an air steward, you become this air host, whatever you want to call. So you have to now smile with everybody. You have to serve wine and swine and dine and all this nonsense and haram things and all that. But that was the mother's aspiration. So she couldn't fulfill it. Now she wants it to filter down to the daughter and so forth. How many Muslim mothers, I'm asking you, are prepared to teach their daughter what Sayyidina Umar radiallahu ta'ala wrote a letter to the people of Iraq? What our mother Sayyidina Aisha radiallahu ta'ala and her said, if you want a reference of all this, our Ustad, Sheikh Muhammad Ali Sabuni, has mentioned all this in Rawaiul Bayan fi Ahkabil Quran, in the Tafsir Tanwirul Adhan. Excellent books. He gave it to me, mashallah, Tanwirul Adhan, four volumes. So in there you will find Sayyidina Umar radiallahu anhu wrote a letter to the people of Iraq, Allimu Nisa Akum Surat Nur. Teach your female Surah Nur, chapter 24. Siddiqa Sayyida Aisha radiallahu anha used to say, Allimu Nisa Akum Suratun Nur. Teach your female Surah Nur. So that is what we must do. Get our priorities right and so forth. See, another example I give you. I'm speaking of our society today, 2022, 2023. You know, in two weeks' time and all that, we'll be already there in the new year. In 10 days' time, 12 days' time, whatever the case is. So... If you take the ordinary Muslim family today, and especially the filter, the ones who are filthy rich and very, very rich, you must remember. Now the daughter is 18, 20, 21, the Gal Avi. You know what is Gal Avi, Mon Arafat? No, sir. Gal Avi means now proposal came. So you see, Gal means that the talk. Now the proposal came, Gal Avi. So they said, no, Bosari Galaviai, okay, very good proposal came, so we better give our daughter. So till day we got no problem, very good. Mm. The girl is happy, the boy is happy, the girl's parents are happy, the boy's parents are happy. But now when we send her, she doesn't even know how to make one roti. Mm. If she makes a roti, she'll make a triangle roti. She can't even make a samosa. If she makes a samosa, she'll make a square samosa. <laughs> she can't even fry an egg properly. You know, hopeless, useless, good for nothing. 
She will just know, dial a movie, dial this, dial this. Every moment she'll be dialing her mother or dialing a restaurant and this. Now, I'm posing this question to you, mothers especially. Is it not your duty that you know your daughter is going to get married? And now when her, your daughter's mother-in-law is going to complain, then you the one who will say, okay, yeah, this mother-in-law is full of nonsense. Mm-hmm. She's not full of nonsense. you full of nonsense. Why you didn't teach your daughter how to cook, how to run a house, how to, you know, now it's December. 90% of the maids, they're not going to work. Mm-hmm. They're going to go before Christmas and they're going to come back after mm-hmm. New Year, after New Year. <laughs> Who's going to wash the dishes? Who's going to do the ironing? Who's going to do all this? So get all the gadgets, get the best washing machine, get the best this, best that. But you must be able to use it and know what to do. You must. So you must learn these skills, you my daughters, how to run a house. Islam wants, this is what Islam is teaching. You my daughter, you my sister, you must learn so much khidmat of your husband that is so happy with you. Oh my poppy, oh my darling, oh my honey, oh my sweetheart, take the debit card. Then after one month, take the credit card. Then after one month, take all the money. And this, uh, like myself, I want to give a beggar one rain, I have to ask my wife also, <laughs> you see. So I never have anything. So if they catch me also, they won't catch it. <laughs> so this type of things. Yeah. So that is where you are failing in your parenting. We don't train our daughters how to dress. They run around with us. Now it's summertime. I must go to Bad Plus. I must go to Warren Bats. I must go to the beach. So I asked one guy this morning, today, today, I asked one guy, how come your people's umslanga is so empty, nobody is there, people are saying, he said there's so much feces flowing there that nobody wants to go there. Mm. Now this is our politicians, you understand? You're supposed to be 100% ready for the tourism and the people coming in. You have the best beaches in the world, basically, but incompetence, hopeless, useless. That was your money spinner for you. And they're not Muslims. What they have to worry about these things here? So you must remember this. You see Cape Town. Cape Town is better than Durban, but still is not right. They also, when I was in Cape Town, then they said the area of False Bay and all that is closed in that. If you know the history of False Bay and that, our Islam started there. You must go to Sheikh Yusuf of Makassar and that area there, 40, opposite days, the False Bay and this, that, the False Beach and that, not False Bay, False Beach. So you go there and so forth. So, but it's closed. Now, where they still open of those, Allah alone knows. So, see, these are all own goals we score. Why? Based on incompetence and uselessness. <laughs> so, you, mother, you must give your daughter the best skills how to run a home. Not only serve the husband, serve the mother in law. The mother-in-law will become patty in the hand. You must remember that. But who's prepared? From start, we say, don't take any nonsense from your mother-in-law. We send her with already a negative attitude. So that is why you find that so many marriages are failing and divorces are spiraling out of control. Listen to this one, Ustad. Better. My daughter, she's very lazy. I'm tired of speaking. She's not even married. And she behaved this way and her mouth better. Sometimes I wish she's not my child. She can leave house if she want to. I'm 66 years old. She must listen to me or go study or get out. Ustad. See, that's exactly mm. the point I made. We don't know who asked the question. We leave it like that. You must speak your heart out. We, with the fuzzle, grace, and mercy of Almighty Allah, we will give you advice in light of the Noble Quran, in light of the Sunnah Mubarakah, in light of the Sahaba and the beloved companions of Mustafa, Habibuna, in light of the Salaf Sali, our pious predecessors, and if it's a Masla, then what the four schools say, and so forth and so on. So that is the Ahlu Sunnah wal Jama'ah in a nutshell. Now imagine if a mother is so disappointed with the daughter. Now do we have to ask this question, Ummi, oh my beloved mother. Now why our daughters became so lazy? Why? 
You see, because first, 1976, when the TV came out in South Africa, then people had the small TV. Then it became the big TV. Then it became the flat screen. Then it became the curved screen. Me, I don't know these (laughs) things, but when I go to people's houses, they tell me I got the latest model. I'm telling you true. One day I went to a guy's house. He had like from one wall to the other. I Hmm. couldn't even make out the TV, you know. I asked him, what's this? He said, no, this is the latest version. You call it the cinema one, what they use in the cinema. So that's the one from one wall. Right? How much he must have paid for that? Allah alone knows. We are proud of these things here. So now when the bigger, bigger shaitan we brought in our houses, and every room got one almost nowadays, right? So now she wants to see this Hollywood, then she wants to see Bollywood, then she wants to see Robin Hood, all that. So now they get addicted to that. Then we gave them internet. Then we gave them cell phone. We gave them everything. So now they don't want to come out from their rooms. So you as a mother and you as a father are saying, you must take everything away from them. And you must tell them in this house is our rule here. (laughs) And you don't like it, there's the door, you pack up and you go. So you, you must put the foot down. But what we do, we give them so much freedom. We give them so much money. I don't say in all cases, but I'll tell you this much. In many cases, we only wake up when our daughter, Allah forbid, Allah forbid, Allah We only wake up, Allah when she comes back with a parcel. Sometimes the parcel came from a non-Muslim. She got affair. She got involved in an affair with some married guy or some non-Muslim or some Muslim guy, and now she's pregnant. Now she comes, oh, father, mother, I'm pregnant. What must I do? Now the parents want to shoot her. They want to hit her. So therefore, Islam says you must give a hundred lashes. You must remember that in public. Surah 24, verse 2. <laughs> but the reason, that's why I say all these things, you mustn't look at the end result. You must look at it holistically. Look at it from the start. And then you, the whole context, you must look at it. How much freedom we gave her? How much money we gave her? We consider it like that Laitiki, eight years old. He's taking a spin in Roshni. He told that uncle, you want to know my father? Come. You understand? Before that old man can even set the light, he pressed, he pressed full. He's gone already. That uncle Bichara is making istikhara and all. He's gone already. So we consider that to be what a smart lighty. Mm. You see? But when the lighty grows up, he's no grow horns. So you must nice. So we we must always look at it this way. Yeah. Save yourself and your children from the fire. So that is there. Anyway, Ma, never lose hope in the mercy of Allah. We saw terrible situations in our Muslims sometimes, but sometimes that mother, sometimes that father, they cried and they begged Allah. Imam Bukhari, Rahimamullah, Imam Muhammad bin Ismail, Amirul Mu'minin, Yetu Madar Zad Walite. The day they were born, they were old, Ya Allah. But what happens in that young tender age, he becomes blind. The mother cries and cries to Allah, Ya Allah, Merebeta, he's Nabina, he can't see, he's blind. Mm. She sees in a dream, Khalilullah, Nabi Ibrahim, alayhi salatu salam, O Umm Bukhari, O mother of Bukhari, go to your son and see. Allah blessed him with sight and insight, made him Amirul Mu'mineen fil Hadith. So today, Ma, is Wednesday. So after Zohar, read two rakat salat, go into Sazda, make dua, and read Wa Aslih Li fi Zurriyati, Surah 46, verse number 15, the beginning of the 26 Supara, 26 Jews, Surah Ahqaf, and read this. Allah Jalla wa Allah controls everybody, everything the entire universe Allah can give it who you think that Sayyidina Umar will embrace Islam if you study the history of Sayyidina Umar the people used to say Umar will never embrace Islam but when the master alayhi salam made dua then everything changed Allahumma izzal Islam bi Umar ibn al-Khattab o bi Amr ibn Hisham when he entered Dar-i-Arqam the first madrasa in the history of Islam he entered with his sword 
He entered with his sword. Mm. Sahaba were very, very apprehensive that Umar is coming, and he got a sword in his hand. He, Habibuna, Rahmatullil Alameen, said, leave him, leave him, let him come. What sword? No problem. And then he came there. He made Tawbah. He accepted. He read Kalima. First time in the history of Islam, Sahaba and students and companions of the Master, salam, in chorus, they said loudly, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, Aslama Umar. When he mm. entered Masjid Al-Aqsa and they conquered Palestine, again, Allahu Akbar. The, the, the mountain in front of Aqsa Mubarak till today is called Jabal Mukabbar. Why? Mukabbir were the Sahaba and the Tabi'id who welcomed Amirul Mu'mineen. And the echo came from the mountain coming back. So they called it Jabal Mukabbar. Mm. So, that, so we must never lose hope in the mercy of Allah. But at the same time, we must look at the Azbab as the means why our children are so disobedient, so rebellious. So many a time they are to blame and many a time we as parents or seniors, we also to blame. Hmm. Listen to this one, Ustad. Mufti Sahib is absolutely correct. Please advise mothers to prepare their daughters from early age. Because our boys want to get married early around 18 to 19, 20 years. Which girls are ready for them. MashaAllah, Alhamdulillah, our boys are qualifying half his alim very early and need a wife to lead a chaste, beautiful life, Ustad. 100% you must remember that if you look at our houses, before democracy, mm-hmm. I'm speaking of the 60s because I was born in those days, you know, just before the 60s and what have you. So anyway, I'm speaking of the 60s and 70s, early 70s. If you look at, you understand, the mother, what were things she would teach the daughter? That time there were no all these, you know, gadgets. My mother, Allah give Jannatul Firdaus, she used to wake up 3 o'clock in the morning. Why should you wake up? My beta is going 4 o'clock for his class. No orders, just press button and electric stove is on and this and that. So the coila, you must put the hood, the lakri, you must put the coila, the, the, the coal, make the light the fire, and he must drink his milk, he must have his... I'm learning, she's preparing, but I'm seeing everything. So now they sweep with their own hands the house with a broom and all this thing. Today everything is machine. Just press button, ting, and it's working. Press that one and that. You press ting, now there's load shedding. You don't work. So anyway, that's a different story. So Allah made it so easy, but yet we can't do it. Just go ask your mother, go ask your grandmother how they used to clean the houses. Mm. Never mind the houses. They never had these lawnmowers and dust and all these gadgets. They would go in the stoop. They used to call stoop. They used to go in the backyard and that with that broom. They used to clean everything, manually everything. So you are 100%. You must be prepared for these things. Yeah? Now we don't prepare. Now that Maulana, he got married. Maulana also, he saw the mal. He said, my wages are little, but let me get married to a Maldar family. Mm. You see? So the Maulana's intention was also little, but you understand, tainted, polluted little bit. Now when he got married there, so now he wants to tell his wife, his wife makes an IP. Say, hey, whose house is this? <laughs> whose car is this? Who's all this? So you see, a lot of things happens in life. So you must remember everything, you must look at it both sides. So 100% I agree that we must prepare our daughters how to run a home, how to become a wife. We must prepare our sons how to become a husband. You can't be hitting your wife and us and all these type of things. I told you 101 times, remember that if the husband is assaulting the wife, don't waste your time with Jamiyats and me and you at this waste of time. We can't do anything. You must go straight to the police, lay a charge, gender-based violence, and let him go to jail. They will penalty beat him properly there a little bit, you see. <laughs> After one week, you can withdraw the charges and so forth. So the point I'm making here is this. Everything works both ways, and we must prepare our children for what their responsibilities really are. Mm. Our Sheikh Sabuni, he wrote one kitab. That kitab also he gave me a masterpiece. Aziwajul Mubakir. What you are saying, you know? They get married quickly. That's the title of the book, you know? So in there he writes, he says, you see, if you study Islam, 
you daughter you are like the minister of interior home mm. affairs and you the husband you like the minister of foreign affairs Mustafa Habib Nasrallah told his ladli, his sahibzadi, his beti, Sayyida Fatima radiallahu anha. No khadima, no nothing. Everything in the house, O oh, beloved beti, sahibzadi, ladli, is your responsibility, O oh, Fatima. My lakhte jigar, if you understand good Urdu. <laughs> so you are part of my flesh, but this is what you have to do. And you, Ali, my beloved son-in-law and my cousin, everything outside you responsible. So there the master, alayhi salatu salam, set the precedent for humanity and posterity. Now today when you tell people this, you say, no, my daughter can't do that. You see, if you tell my you tell the woman today, do the washing, you say, hey, me, I'm not anybody's slave and this type of thing. <laughs> and if the mother-in-law say that we're getting visitors, we have to cook for three people, ten people, they say, just dial there, dial samosas, dial roti, <laughs> dial biryani, dial acne. <laughs> that is how we are today. Allah. See, mm. we go zigzag. Gar ko aag lag gai, gar ki chirag se. We burn the house with the lamp in the house. Allah to forbid like that. Amin, amin, amin. I see, Ustad, you're touching on that to parents. Uh, I made a mistake, Muftisab, behind my parents' back. I was seeing someone. I ended up pregnant. I confessed to my parents. I thought they would support me, but they have kicked me out too. I am living in someone's back room for now. I don't know what steps to take next. I am lost. I wish I could curse them. Ustad. Remember, sister, leave all that cursing talk and all that. What you did is haram. You know that, I know that, right? So now you must get a hundred lashes and that boyfriend of yours who used you and now he dumped you, mm. he also must get a hundred lashes, right? So that's where we are. We can't punish you like that because, you know, our country, we don't allow all these things there. Now, what must we do? Leave your parents, leave people. Mistakes, we all make mistakes. Since we all commit sins, so you must turn. Sayyidina Ali radiallahu ta'ala anhu arda was asked, O oh, Sayyidina Ali, Amirul Mu'mineen radiallahu anhu arda, which ayat of the noble Qur'an inspired you the most? He said, Surah 39, verse 53. Ya ibadi alladina asrafu ala anfusihim, O my servants. You went beyond the limits. You committed this crime, this crime, this crime. People will condemn you and curse you. But by me and you, I still love you. La taqnatu min rahmatillah. Never become disillusioned. Do not despair in the mercy of Allah. So you, my sister, you go into sajda, you cry to Allah. Ya Allah, you said you will forgive all the sins. <laughs> I admit, Allah. terrible mistake, a horrible mistake, but I'm not going for abortion. I will keep the son, I'll keep this daughter. The lineage will come to me. You open doors. So you have to speak to Allah and speak to Allah in sajda. Then you will see how Allah kaya palajat. Parents are upset is natural, but they to blame also. You must remember that. I didn't say so. Open Mishkat Sharif, Habibuna Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, when the children commit zina, fornication, and so forth, فَإِنَّ isma ala abi. Go open Mishkat, you will find the words. Then the son partly is on the parents also. You shirked your responsibilities. So they just now kicked you out or whatever and said, get out from here and so forth. But that's not the way they're supposed to say, okay, you made a mistake, you're not going for abortion, let people speak what they want to, so we will bring the child up, and so forth and so on. We all make mistakes in life, mm. and inshallah, that you bring the child up. Now you're worried about your income and so forth. Our Muslims in South Africa, they got not millions, they got billions and trillions of zakat. Let me be honest with you. So you can contact some people without falling in a trap. You'll get some guys, they'll tell you, give you zakat. Tomorrow they want to sleep with you. I'm not speaking of those shaitan and predators. I'm speaking about people who are really prepared to help. Inshallah, they'll help you through this difficult time. And you must not curse your parents. That's very wrong. 
You must remember in the heat of the moment, they curse you, you curse them. Allah forbid the dua time is accepted, then your whole life will be ruined. So you must say, no, it was a knee-jerk reaction. It was expected. They had high hopes of me, and I didn't, you know, fulfill their hopes and aspirations. And therefore, so you go to your mother, contact her by phone, and so say, Allah make mouth, you also make mouth. Speak to them, and inshallah, things will come right. Allahu Akbar, subhanallah. I love your advice, Ustad. I am 20 years old. I qualified in a Zadval, dear Mufti Sab. My Asatiza taught me not to disrespect our parents. But sorry to say this, my mom tells all her friends how I look and how I dress, and she wants me to marry her, her rich neighbor. Dear respected Mufti Sab, my teacher Mufti AK, please speak to my mother. Now she wants me to open a lady beautician so we can show our rich neighbor. So you are a sister, right? She's a lay sister, right? She's 20 years old, I think, and she's right. qualified in Azadwal. Right, okay. Then leave all that where you qualified and all these things. Just now the principal forward a lot of stories happening. <laughs> and that's why your mother mentioned the name. Anyway, you're 20 years old. So now you are the, leave the term alima, I don't want this term. Mm. You are the taliba, you are the muallima. You studied little bit Quran, hadith, this, this, and all that, right? So at least you got orientation in life. You know what is haq and you know what is batil because you studied, mashallah, by your teachers. But you see, your mother didn't study this. Mm-hmm. Your mother learned that mm-hmm. we must look at the fulus, how much is. So now all her decisions are based on that. So you, when your mother and you are alone, you must teach her from Quran the story of Karun. Mm. He wasn't a multi-millionaire. He wasn't a multi-billionaire. He was a multi-zillionaire. You understand? Zelensky. You know Zelensky is meeting <laughs> Biden today. <laughs> two, two shaitans are meeting one another. Anyway, leave their story. So you must educate your mother. There's much more to life than just mal and so forth. Say I'm 20 years old yeah, and I studied and so forth and you're beautiful most probably inshallah mm. and so forth. So you can get a good proposal although he doesn't belong to the highest strata of society that is not the multimillionaire but the person can still look after you comfortably and so forth. All this you must open a boutique and you're going to sell lingerie and you're going to sell it's all haram, all these things here. You must never get involved in that. And where's your father in all this? By listening to your question, it seems your father is not speaking anything. You must get your father to speak to your mother and tell him this is not right, you know. I want to love you. I want to respect you. But you're giving me vaccine. Vaccine, <laughs> all haram things you are putting now in my body. So you must speak with them with adab. Today is Wednesday. Make special dua for them and read every day two rakat salat. And Rabbi, you know the dua, Surah 25, verse 74. Rabbana hablana min azwajina wa dhurriyatina Pray for your parents. Surah 17, verse 24. Rabbir hamhuma kama rabbayani sagira. Ya Allah, have mercy on my parents as they nurtured me when I was an infant and a baby and a child. And then your mother got neighbors and then my neighbors, it seems like, I don't know who's who, right, in the zoo. So you must remember who your mother is, who you are, who your neighbors are. But it seems like, according to your question, that your mother and the neighbor are now operating together. <laughs> they want to hook you up. You see that when I caught one fish in the li- I caught two fish in my life. Wow. <laughs> one fish I caught in Heidelberg. <laughs> I dropped school. I didn't go to school, you know. And uh, so then I took the fishing rod and I see the people, they put brown bread. So I put brown bread. And then I see that fish, that thing is going like this. <laughs> I pulled out, the fish came out. But yeah, must be a blind fish, you know, and half semi-blind or what. So from there, I went to the shop. I didn't know how to take it out. Yeah. So all that, then I went to the shop. My father, mother, nobody even asked, what you doing? In the school uniform, they say, what you doing with the fish? I said, the second fish I got was my wife, like you said. So that is how you must remember these things, yeah. So you, sister, you mm. make special dua, and inshallah. Yeah, that's how to teach you. Now read with me, Betty. This one you don't know. Now read with me. Hadith in Sunan Nasai. 
Allahumma, all of you must read. Hmm. Allahumma inni a'udhu bika. Allahumma inni a'udhu bika. Oh, beloved Allah, I seek your protection. Min jari su, hmm. from bad, terrible, evil neighbors. Fidaril Mukama in the place of residence. See Rahmatulil Alameen, Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. What wonderful, powerful, potent du'as he taught us. Read again. Allahumma inni a'udhu bika. Oh, beloved Allah, I seek your protection. Minjari su from evil, bad neighbors. They're going to give wrong mashura. They're going to cause harm. Harm don't mean they take the refuse and throw in your yard. Sometimes they are matlab ali. They got their own hidden agenda, sinister motives, and they want this. But not, they got other minjari su. Protect us, Ya Allah, from the evil neighbors. Where? Fidaril Mukama in our place of residence. So read that, Betty. Read Rabbana Hablana. Read Yawadudu. Kiss your parents' hands, Allah. and you must educate them. Mm. When they're in a good mood, then you must educate them. Okay. Then things will come right, inshallah. Allahu Akbar, subhanAllah. See, before we go for an ad break, uh, the Taliba says, Mufti Sahib, I see you have ilham. Allah Ta'ala grant you long life. And she says, Mufti Sahib is correct. The neighbor and my mommy, very good friends. He comes sometimes even in our house, but I hide myself in the room. My Abba is very scared for my mom. Ustad. Ah, you <laughs> see, that is also not a problem. <laughs> Abba, whatever Ma says, he say, Amin, Amin, Ya Ma, Ya Brur, Ya. Very dangerous that. Well, uh, time for our ad break. I see many listeners are with me this morning. They want the podcast. Don't go away. Stay where you are. Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahl Sunnah wal Jamaa. Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahl Sunnah wal Jamaa. Well, it's uh, 12 uh, minutes uh, to uh, 12 o'clock. I've got so many questions, so I'm going to ask all our beloved mothers, sisters, daughters just to bear with me. Assalamu alaikum, what to do when the mother tries her best to teach the girls housework? But fathers spoil them with devices to oppose the mother. End of the day, society will blame the mothers for not teaching the daughters anonymous ustad. Excellent question. Allah reward you, mother. So you, I told you all, husband-wife relationship is not bedroom, bathroom only. The husband-wife relationship is you must win the hearts. So you, the wife, you must win the heart. It's not only the bodies must meet, the hearts have to meet. Therefore, read the dua, O you, Kala and sister. Yet what must you read? Ya wadud, ya wadud, Allahumma alif. What the tajdeed on the lamb. Allahumma alif bayna qulubina. Ya Allah, bring ulfa, mahabba, mawadda, love, compassion, mercy within our hearts. So once the hearts are united, then this unity of thought, both of you going in the same direction. So now you all are having rows and ructions. You're having conflict and tension because you on one path, he's on the other path and so forth and so on. So you must win your husband over. Start ta'aleem in your house and so forth daily. And in that way, tell him, you're spoiling the children so much and tomorrow it's going to be counterproductive and detrimental. And we need to prepare, especially our daughters. Remember this, tomorrow we don't know. We will be there, we won't be there and so forth. So sometimes, you know when we were in the school, 60s and so forth, the teacher who teaches, love is blind mm-hmm. Habibuna sallallahu <coughs> hadith mentioned in Mishka Sharif love is blind and deaf it makes you blind and it makes you deaf so that's what's happening to your husband so you have to win him over speak to him alone when he's alone and he's in a good mood and tell him that his too much love is going to be causing much more harm and the consequences will be bad uh, I am married. Recently, alhamdulillah, I have one child. My mother-in-law was always in my way. Moving forward, Muftisab, my husband says he will never leave his mother. He refuses to move separately, no wants to build, etc. I don't wish to stay with my mother-in-law anymore. Kindly advise, Ustad. You see, sister, again, I don't know you, I don't know your husband, I don't know your mother-in-law, but I'm just giving general advices. 
in the good old days, in the 40s, 50s, 60s, all that. Then you would get five brothers with their five wives and their children and the father-in-law, mother, all living in one house. The houses were kacha, but the hearts were pakka. The houses were not smart, but the, the, the hearts were big and so forth. Now our houses became pakka and very nice, very impressive, but the heart is kacha, it's all you know, corroded, rusted and so forth. So Islamically also, the other day somebody sent me, Allah, people send me so many things. This person is to send me, I told him, bye, I don't time, every day send me one only. So yesterday, in this week, he sent me, he said, Hazrat Mahatanvi Rahmatullahi, Hazrat Tanvi passed away in 1943. Mm-hmm. Hazrat Hakimul Ummat, Hazrat Tanvi Rahmatullahi wrote, in his zamana, he said, Ye munasib nahi, that do orotoku ap eki jaga jama kalle, that is not good and suitable. You keep two women one time to, uh, in the same kitchen, same house, same, give everybody separate. That is exactly what Islam says. So your husband now is overtaken by his love for his mother. That's good to love our mother, to make khidmat of our mother. But when you see every day there's takrar, there's jagra, there's conflict, there's tension, rouse and ructions, when you come, your loyalties are torn, your wife is crying, your mother is crying, everybody will give you their story, you will know which way to turn. Mm. So it's better for you that you have an extra room, extra kitchen, extra bedroom, look after your mother, everything, but give your wife her separate kitchen, her separate bathroom, her separate everything, make something for your mother, you and your wife go live in the outbuilding, give the main house to your mother, or put your mother in the outbuilding and you stay in the main house so still you make khidmat so there are many ways to solve the problem brother so remember that Allah has blessed you with one child now you're going to get more inshallah but you must have harmony you must have peace you can't be living a life where every day there's conflict and tension the first purpose of marriage litaskunu ilayha that you must have sukun you must have peace husband wife when you embrace one another then the chemistry has to be there that it must go that the love must flow from the husband to the wife the energy must flow from the wife to the husband then the peace comes house uh, house first then home then dar as salam a home of peace tranquility so that is what islam is teaching nobody is saying that i am the first one to object on that that when our mothers are too special remember that but now you want to go to another limit that now whatever your mother is going to say you're going to accept and whatever your wife says you're not going to accept. that's wrong also <laughs> so islam says Allah has given rights to everyone who is eligible to rights. Mm. It is a hadith, part of Hajjatul Vida's khutbah, that is, that where Mustafa Sallallahu spoke about the women and so forth. Mm. So I've, got a, a, I've got a sister, she says, uh, I have lupus. Uh, my husband takes care of me. Is it okay for him to take me to toilet to start anonymous? If there's nobody in the house, your daughter is not there, or your mother is not there, or your maid is not there, it's fine, your husband. There is no parda, no hijab between husband and wife. Allah Jalla Allah give you shifa. So what must you do, my sister? You're suffering from this. Every day, read Surah Fatiha seven times and blow on yourself. Hadith in Bukhari Sharif, Abu Sayyid Khudriz, Hadith radiallahu anh. Read, now read with me, Surah 21, Surah Anbiya, in the 17th Supara, verse 83. You got it? Chapter 21, verse 83, 17th Supara, Dua of Nabi Ayyub alayhi salatu salam. What did he say? He cried, <laughs> he petitioned Allah. Nabi Ayyub is saying, Anni, now you read after me, sister. Anni masaniya durru. Ya Allah, this calamity, this catastrophe, this distress and sickness has afflicted me. Wa anta arhamur rahimin. Whilst you are the most merciful one to show mercy. That is what we have to do. Read that. And your husband, mashallah, Allah reward him, is taking good care of you. Now the worry, the sorry, anxiety, the same surah. Surah 21, verse 87. La ilaha 
illa anta subhanak inni kuntu min al-zalimin and always beg Allah that hadith is sahih authentic hadith Abu Dawood and Sunan Nasai Allahumma inni a'udhu bika min sayyi'il asqab you know when that covered business we should teach you this dua every day Allahumma inni a'udhu bika oh beloved Allah I seek your protection min sayyi'il asqab that we seek the protection ya Allah your protection from the dreaded and evil diseases give our charity every day da'u mardakum bisadaqa ya Allah that my wife is sick my daughter is sick my son my husband is sick whoever so on behalf of everybody two rain one rain five rain packet of is hadith mentioned in Abu Dawood in the Marasil so many things you can do so that is what you must do yes your husband can take you totally permissible too many questions Ustad I've got one from Malawi I've got one from Swaziland you tell me Ustad which one <laughs> the Malawi sister says Mufti Sab, what is your view in getting our daughters becoming alimas and getting our sons married to Alimas Ustad. Very good. You must remember that your daughter get married to a Hafiz Alim, all that we encourage that. But this I don't encourage that our daughters, they study two, three, four years and they call themselves Alima. Remember that is self-delusional. Meaning half the kitab's books you didn't do and you just finish in the ending. Subhanallah bihamdihi. Subhanallah And they had a big jalsa. He's saying now my I'm a alima so then the horn start growing you see so anybody tells her anything the husband tells her, hey me I'm a alima the mother-in-law tell her hey me I'm a alima take that title out you must remember that it just causes more destruction most of the time so remember say I'm a taliba I'm a student then you'll go far in life and so forth very good get married mashallah let's go for let's make this the last question I see time is not on our side this morning uh, last year this time was the worst day of my life dear respected Mufti Sab. my husband walked out of our marriage I still feel very very depressed I am trying to forget about him but his thoughts come to, into mind what do I can I read to completely erase him out of my mind we start overseas we don't know who's right and wrong divorce is a messy thing so we don't know whether children involved or not but anyway surah 7 verse 200 Surah 7, verse 200, Quran gives the answer. When the shaitan gives a vaccine, he gives injection, he comes with the waswasa, whisperings of shaitan, so say, A'udhu billahi bin shaitan regime. Whenever negative thoughts come, always say, A'udhu billahi bin shaitan regime. It seems that you are still young and so forth. Never lose hope in the mercy of Allah. Sometimes we don't know what the circumstances are. He walked out. He dumped you. Maybe he got girlfriend or secretary. Allah alone knows. But we know funny things happen nowadays. So read two rakat salat today after Zor. Keep on reading Rabbana Hablana Min Azwajina. If you are Muslim and you oppressed, then Allah will grant you Ni'mal Badal, a better replacement, inshallah. And don't worry. Always be positive with the mercy of Allah. If we say Jazakumullah Khairan to our beloved Honorable Fadilatul Ustad. Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahl Sunnah wal Jamaah.